Good morning, everyone. Sorry, we forgot the microphone. So, this morning, we want to learn from John chapter 10, verse 1 to 11. And John chapter 10 is the continuation of John chapter 9. In John chapter 9, we learn that Jesus found the beggar who was blind from birth. And Jesus healed him. It was an absolute miracle. And uh, everyone knew it. But the Pharisees were angry because they rejected that Jesus was the Son of God. That Jesus was the Messiah. And this blind man, when the Pharisees in, investigate how Jesus had opened this blind man's eye, this blind man said to the Pharisees, You know and I know. He said, We know that God Listen, God does not listen to sinner. But if anyone is a worshiper of God and does the will of God, God listen to him. And then he continued, if this man were not from God, he could do nothing. And then the Pharisees was, were so angry and they cast this man out of the synagogue. And when Jesus heard that this man has been cast out from the synagogue, he came and visited this man again. And he asked this man, now at that time he could see. And Jesus asked him, do you believe in the Son of Man? And this blind man said, Who is he, sir? And Jesus said, You have seen him. It is he who is speaking to you. And this blind man said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped Jesus. This is from chapter 9. And chapter 10 happens at the same event with the same Pharisees, with the same disciple, with the same audience as of chapter 9. And there is no break between chapter 9 and chapter 10. When we look at the last two verses of chapter 9, chapter 9, verse 40 and 41, these are the two last verses. Some of the Pharisees who around Jesus said to Jesus, Are we also blind? They want to teach Jesus. And Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now you say that we see and your guilt remains. And Jesus continued with the chapter 10, verse 1. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold 
by the door but climbs in by another way. He is a thief and a robber. So Jesus begin with the word truly, truly. A lot of time Jesus repeat the word truly, truly because he want he wanted to emphasize that he is the Son of God. He is the Messiah. What he said is the truth. And because at that time, the Pharisees, they always say, according to Torah, according to Moses' law. But they add their rule, their own rule, and their own regulation to God's word. Now, before we continue, because I think uh, no one has the background as a shepherd. So I have to explain a little bit about the sheepfold. And the sheepfold, if uh, in ancient history, if the sheepfold close to the village or in the town, that was a big room or big enclosure. And they put the fence around or the stone, and then they have, uh, and sheepfold has a proper door or proper gate. And, at, and, and uh, according to ancient culture, or now they still do it in the Middle East, all the shepherds, there are many shepherds, they place the sheep in the same, in the same uh, sheepfold. And in the morning, the shepherd will come into the sheep, sheepfold and, uh, get, uh, and the gatekeeper will open the door for him. And each shepherd would call their own sheep because he know his sheep and his sheep listen to the shepherd and follow the shepherd. And when we talk about sheep, sheep are more comfortable with their own flock. The sheep panic easily. The sheep are fearful animals but they have confidence in their shepherd. And shepherd from the ancient history in Jesus' time, the shepherd always goes ahead of the sheep. And the sheep would follow the shepherd because they recognize the shepherd's voice. And the technique in Australia is different. In Australia, the sheep are shepherded uh, by a guide dog running behind the sheep, and they push, and the dog pushes the sheep forward. And the shepherd and the sheep illustrate the picture of the master and his disciples' relationship. Now we come back to first one, chapter 10, first one. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. Here Jesus is saying that the Pharisees are not the true shepherd. They knew that the blind man healed by Jesus was a miracle. But 
they refused to acknowledge that Jesus had come from God. Instead, they were rejoiced with the blind man. They threw him out from the synagogue. The religious leaders were supposed to care for the people of Israel. They're supposed to lead them to the true spirituality in God. But instead, they threaten people and they harass people. And this mistreatment toward the explained man, Jesus said, there are, they refute the true nature as a robber and a thief and not a shepherd. Now, first to Jesus, on the other hand, is a good shepherd of the sheep. First to chapter 10, first to it says, But he who entered by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. And Jesus, as the shepherd, has been prophesied in Ezekiel chapter 34. I want to read some. I want to read some uh, <clears throat> some verses. First of one to three, Ezekiel chapter thirty-four. The word of the Lord came to me, came to Ezekiel, son of mine. Prophesy against the shepherd of Israel. Prophesy and say to him, even the shepherds. Thus said the Lord God, Ah, shepherds of Israel, who have been feeding yourself, should not shepherd feed. The sheep, you eat the fat, you clothe yourself with the wool, you slaughter the fat ones, but you do not feed the sheep. Now we go to uh, verse 11. For thus said the Lord God, Behold, I, I myself will search for my sheep and will seek them out. Verse 23. And I will set up over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he shall feed them, he shall feed them and be their shepherd. At this time, David has died. When, the, when God said, my servant David, that is Jesus. Jesus is the descendant of David. And when we look past Psalm 100, of, of chapter 100, verse 3, David says, We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Now we come to verse 3. To him, the gatekeeper opened. The sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and he leads them out. When he has brought out, brought out all his own, he goes before them. And the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. So, when the shepherd, there are many shepherds, put all their sheep or place all their sheep in one sheepfold. And then they hire a watchman at night to guard the sheep and to guard the door. So in the morning, 
the shepherd will come back to the sheepfold. And the watchman or the door, a gatekeeper would open the door for all these shepherds. And each shepherd would call out his own sheep. The shepherd know the sheep by name and by number. And the sheep listen to the shepherd and follow the shepherd. And the shepherd would wouldn't leave any sheep behind or he would not move until he gathered all his sheep. And then he go ahead of his sheep and the sheep listen to his voice and follow him. And verse, uh, verse 5. <coughs> and in verse 5. <coughs> a stranger, they would not follow. <coughs> but they will flee from him. For they do not know the voice of the stranger. The sheep would not follow the stranger because the sheep cannot recognize the voice of the stranger. Only his, only their shepherd. <clears throat> so, now my question. Uh, before this, uh, the, the blind man, when he was healed, he did not listen to the Pharisee. He listened to Jesus. He said to Jesus, Lord, I, will, I believe in you. And he worshipped Jesus. He listened to Jesus and he followed Jesus. He listened to his, sheep, to his shepherd and he followed the shepherd. But he refused to listen to the Pharisee. And he, in fact, he flee from the thief, the strangers, and the robbers. He said to the Pharisee, if this man were not from God, he could do nothing. So my question this morning, how do we who follow Jesus today hear his voice. If we said we are his sheep, he is, Jesus is our shepherd, how can we listen to Jesus' voice today? Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 16, it says, all scripture is God's bread and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. The sheep of Jesus will be marked by a characteristic desire to read the Bible, study the Bible, and understand the Bible. Why? Because as sheep, we like to hear our shepherd's voice. That is Jesus. God can speak to us through the circumstances, uh, speak into our conscience, speak into our spirit, even speak through other people to us. 
one thing we have to know, it never contradicts to the scripture or to the Bible. The enemy makes us feel like it is a burden to spend time with God and to read the Bible. It takes years for a sheep to recognize the shepherd's voice. And for us, it takes our lifetime to study the Bible in order for us to listen to God's voice. So that we will not be misled by the voice of the thief or the robbers and who might even steal our salvation. And in verse 6, and the Pharisee says, uh, uh, and it says, this figure of speech Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. They were familiar with sheepfold, sheep, and uh, shepherd. There's no problem for them. But they meant, they under, they, they, when they said this, they meant, they did not understand the illustration of Jesus. So Jesus expands and explains again with another metaphor. He, say, he said, I am not only a good shepherd, but I am also the door. So, uh, verse 7, so Jesus again said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. So there is another uh, picture of sheepfold. In the countryside, the sheepfold looked like a round a circle of rocks or like, look like a cave with an opening. There, there is no door. And at night, the shepherd would keep the sheep inside, and then the shepherd would lay, lay down his body across the opening. And when Jesus said this illustration, he has this picture in his mind. And that's why he said, I am the door. The shepherd would lay down his body across the opening to keep the sheep from uh, wild animal, from thief, and from robbers. So, the Pharisee tried to offer to offer people a spiritual life apart from Christ. And that's why Jesus said, all who come before me are thief and robber. But the sheep did not listen to them. And Jesus said they are thief and robber because they are rejecting, they were rejecting the new, the truth uh, the real door or the gateway that is Jesus. Only Jesus is the door or the gate. It means that everyone must enter through him and believe in him to be safe. And then now chapter uh, verse 9, chapter 10, verse 9. 
I am, Jesus says, I am the door. If anyone enter by me, he will be safe. Go in and out, find the pasture. It refers to the quality of life that we experience through Jesus. As we all know, Palestine is a barren land uh, for the most part. To find a green pasture is not easy. But to be guaranteed uh, of a good pasture was a wonderful thing for us. God promised to meet all of our needs, but not all of our desires. Now we look at Psalm chapter 23, verse 2. David say, He makes me lie down in green pasture, leads me beside quiet waters. In fact, sheep are, uh, sheep are stupid creature. Sheep are creature of habit. If you put the stick and then you, uh, you call the sheep to jump, he will jump one by one through the stick. But if you remove the stick, the sheep will continue to jump. That's why sheep are stupid creature. And David say, God provide a quiet water for the sheep. So that in order for a sheep to drink, they need a quiet water so that they can drink without distraction. And David also say, they, uh, David, he makes me lie down in green pasture. It is not easy for the sheep to lie down. They need four conditions. Free of fear, free of hunger, free of uh, friction with another sheep, and free from fly and parasites. This is the four conditions for a sheep to lie down. There is essential for the sheep to have a good shepherd for their welfare. Psalm chapter 23, 23 verse 4. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Sometimes the shepherd has to lead the sheep through the darkest valley in order to find a green pasture. Sometimes the shepherd would lead the sheep through the rough places. But knowing that the shepherd would keep them and not let them fall, the sheep feel safe and joy. Sometimes in our life, we have to face hardship, difficulty, problem. But knowing that our shepherd will keep us, our shepherd stand beside us and walk with us to this 
difficulty. As sheep, we feel safe and joy. Now verse 10. Jesus contrasts his, uh, himself with the thief. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I come that they may have life and have it abundantly. In the ancient history, the thief has to climb the wall and go into the sheep vault, and then they climb, climb up again. And the thief usually they threw the sheep from high because the sheep was very heavy. And this is what Jesus is saying. The sheep come to kill, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The thief come to take, and Jesus come to give. And Jesus give us, Jesus promise us to give abundant life. What that mean? Abundant life doesn't mean being rich in money and possession. The Bible never record that this blind man, after Jesus healed him, become a successful businessman. Never. When abundant life, it means, it speaks of contentment. We have peace because we know we have a genuine purpose in Christ. We have joy facing any hardship. We have no fear knowing that the shepherd is with us. We have the ability to endure hardship because we have confidence and assurance in our good shepherd. Psalm 23 verse 1, David says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall want nothing. I lack nothing. That means contentment. I lack nothing. I feel satisfied and fulfilled in all my life. And this can only be achieved if we understand that we have a good shepherd who take care of us. The beggar experienced the fullness of life after Jesus healed him and saved him. Those who come to salvation through Christ will find both safety and blessing in life. Now, I want to ask you a question. Please answer this question. Who on or what is the thief of your life? Who or what has been pulling you away from Jesus? Who or what? Is that your friend, your spouse, your, uh, your parent, your job, or your business? Or is that yourself, your fear, or your disappointment that have pulling you from Jesus? Pulling you away from Jesus. Please answer this question this morning. So my conclusion. The blind man was a beggar. He was nothing and he had nothing. No one would pay any attention to him. All he knew is in life was to be a beggar. 
and maybe sometime he sat down and he asked God, God, why me? But the Bible says Jesus found this blind man. Jesus found this beggar. Jesus healed him and saved him. Jesus said to the disciple that the work of God might be revealed in him, might be displayed in him. And we know Jesus' work might be displayed in us. And Jesus' work cannot be hindrance by pandemic, by COVID, by lockdown, by Zoom. Because Jesus loves us. He is our shepherd. Now, when Jesus heard that the Pharisee cast him out, when this man was excommunicated from his community, from his culture, from his religion, we can imagine how he felt. Of course, he felt sad. He felt uh, isolated. He felt rejected, unloved, unmotivated. He He was angry. Or any negative emotion you can name. He was hopeless, he was disappointed, he, was, he felt lost. Now, Jesus came and found him again. When This is my own imagination. When Jesus looked at this blind man, this beggar, at time he could see. When Jesus looked at his eyes, as if Jesus said to him, I know You have been cast out from the synagogue. I know they threw you out. I know your struggle today. I know how you feel today. But Jesus said, don't worry about them. They are not a good shepherd. They are only false shepherd. I am the good shepherd. I am all you need. I love you. I am the Messiah. I will die for you. I care for you. I love you. I am the good shepherd. I am the door. And I will lead you out and in. And and will lead you in and out and find pasture. And I will give you abundant life. And for his sake, the parable of good shepherd and the door was taught by Jesus. And this morning, if you feel lost and you need a shepherd, invite Jesus into your life as your savior, your good shepherd and your messiah. Maybe some of us, we have a sinful habit in the past. And we meet Jesus and we have decided to live our own life, our own old habit. And now we experience as 
like this blind man experience. We have, we, we have fear, we feel lost, we, have, uh, we feel not confident, and then we have a temptation to go back to our own life and our own habit. Some of us, we are very disappointed with our current situation, with pandemic, with lockdown. And some of us maybe experience the death of our dream. It, and uh, we have a broken experience, broken relationship with our friend, with our parent, or with anyone else, with our spouse. And some of us are frustrated because you cannot visit your, visit your loved one. Or maybe some of us, we are anger. We are angry because of a long-awaited prayer. Long-awaited answer to our prayer. If you are youth, you are angry and anxious because of this lockdown. You cannot... Uh, socialize with other friends. You cannot go out to do your activity. You worry about your study and your future. And this morning, whatever your problem is or are, Jesus come to visit us and find us and assure us, I am a good shepherd. I love you, I am the Messiah. John chapter 10 verse 11, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lay down his life for his sheep. Now my question, how much does Jesus love us? John 3, 16, it says, for God loved the world. He gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish. Have eternal life. Matthew chapter 26, verse 38, Jesus said to Peter, John, and James at Gethsemane, He says, I am very sorrowful even to death. That, then Jesus prayed to his father, Father, if possible, let this cup go, let this cup pass from me. But not as I will. As your, as you will. Luke chapter 24, 22 verse 44. Luke says, And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. In agony, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat become like great drops of blood falling down to ground. Jesus loved us so much. And he was willing to go to the cross and crucify himself for us because he loved us. And the Bible says because he was afraid, he was suffer, he was anxious, his sweat looked like a blood falling down to the ground. John chapter 10 verse 14, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Jesus stand this morning before us and saying, I am a good shepherd. 
I know you struggle. I will make you sure. I will make sure that you are saved. I bind your wound. I heal you. I feed you. And I give you strength. I gather you close to me. And because you are my sheep, you know my voice. How would you feel this morning when Jesus stands before you and says this thing to you? In the same way that sheep like flock, like to flock, if you have any struggle this morning, you may reach out to another sheep for support and prayers. Just together we learn to be Jesus' disciple. Jesus called us to be a sheep who enjoy following the shepherd. Teenager and youth and young people, you may rely on your parents for your security. But I tell you, at times they will fail you because they are human. Now is the time for you to learn to listen your God shepherd's voice. Through this parable, Jesus spoke about rising above the disappointment and hopelessness of life. Rising above spiritual dryness, ignorance, and a monotone life that so many people experience right now. In the light of eternity, this life is very short. And he promised to give us safety and abundant life. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you this morning for your assurance that you love us, that you are our good shepherd. This morning, I pray, Lord, you touch every one of us with your spirit. And I pray this morning that everyone will feel your touch, respond to your love, and we can find safety and blessing in your promise. Thank you for your promise and assurance. We love you, Lord. We honor you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.